Yeah, I had a, I had a issue getting here today. Uh, I woke up this morning around 8 a.m. to about four feet of water touching my doorway. This time around, we're joined by Jamie Como and the Crooked Teeth. We'll talk about the differences between Jamie's first CP and the new upcoming album with the full band. Also, talk a little bit about their expectations for 2019. You'll also get a few tunes and even one they play just for you. So sit back, sip your poison, and enjoy the ride. I'm Kalen Capson, and this is the Pagan Place Podcast. So yeah, I uh, woke up this morning to uh, four foot of water up to my door, and I had to call in a favor to get a boat to come and pick me up to get my gear across the street so I could do this podcast and the gig that I have tonight. I had all my gear in my house and completely unable. I had no pants or anything like to wear to like get me over the water. I had I had rubber boots, but they weren't gonna do it. Like it was just so deep. So my sister called this guy and he came and he blew up a boat, put me in it. And uh, carried me across the water all the way to the other side of the street where I got picked up and drove them all to meet Nick. And yeah, it was a weird, weird experience. Weird experience, but all around good time. <laughs> dedication. Yeah, dedication. Yeah, that is dedication. Show must go on. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Best video. You should post that. I always post it and shared. Awesome. Yeah, it's a uh, storm in the internet right now. Let's go just back to how, well, it started with just you, am I correct? Just- yeah, just a solo project. Just Jamie Como was the, was where it all, where it all began. In doing that- like half an hour sets, getting paid no money, just doing it to, just doing it to put music out. Still not getting paid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I joined up with Nick and uh, we started doing a duo thing. Actually, me and Nick started um, at Evolve Music Festival. Me and Nick became really good friends at Evolve and I, I, impulsively asked him to play with me during my one of my first sets at a festival and it actually went really well i got him to come up and play a few songs and it was really cool it was a really cool experience and then after that i wanted to i wanted the full band experience so i got a hold of uh, i think the first thing i did was get a hold of hunter wilson and then after that um drake came through was that what you were already at chris's i think weren't you or did you come to jam with boardwalk us? boardwalk oh yeah we discussed it yeah and then you came and played drums were out of all instruments the one instrument he doesn't play <laughs> And then now Drake's a fantastic drummer, so it's kind of a it's kind of a cool proud of you, buddy. Yeah, proud of you, man. Proud of you. Kind of a cool thing to happen. Like country and drums, though. That's it. Yeah, country and drums. <laughs> it's a life, life of Drake Adams. Get it, see his mustache. I guess you'll see. I'll it. get a picture of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to Ryan. Yeah. Ryan and Gab. So you recorded About Face. The About Face EP was. Um, was just a project that I did um, in 2017. I just really wanted music out. I had no music out that wasn't uh, tied to my hip hop background that I did a lot of. So I didn't have anything to like basically show that I was playing music and and uh, yeah. So I started recording an EP in my bedroom. I did it in like a month or two and just no matter how it sounded or mixed and mastered, I just threw it up. Yeah, just for the fun of it. And it, you know, people listened to it. People downloaded it. Oh, sweetie, P. So, Thank you. It's impressive that you did it yourself in your room. Oh, it was nothing. 
It was like <laughs> virtual drums and bass and stuff. <laughs> it was really, really actually nothing special, honestly. That's the awesome thing about the ease of recording right now is that you can just... You can do it in your room with any kind of mic, any condenser mic at all. You can do a project. I mean, it might not sound good, but just classify it as lo-fi and... Yeah. 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 Yeah, Exactly. Right? Worst case is a demo or, you know... Yeah, exactly. Get it out of your head anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest thing is to get out of your head and get it on paper and then just get it on a... Get it out of paper and onto a guitar. And then once it's onto a guitar, you get it recorded and you don't have to, you know... You just... I find with songs when you're writing a song, you'll just... It'll be stuck in your head for so long until you actually record it right. like it's stuck in your dang head until it's on until it's on like some kind of audio file yeah and that's when you can finally like move on with it <laughs> so the full band arrangements started doing 2018 or late 2017 2017 was it september yeah. or yeah august. no it would have been august august yeah we uh yeah we became a band in august started uh practicing like it was a lot we were practicing like twice a week for some reason we just had the dedication to just practice all the time we were, we were practicing in a laundry room at a buddy's place. Yeah, a friend's laundry room. That's all it was. It started off there. And then Nick signed us up. Oh, hey, man, by the way, I signed us up for uh, Harvest Jazz. And I was like, we've been a band for a month, and you're going to sign us up for like... <laughs> I was feeling ambitious. I thought we could do it. Yeah, well, look, look what happened. Worked out. Worked yeah. out good for everybody. And ever since then, we've just been on a steady momentum four-piece band. We've had a, we had a member join us for a little bit, Drew. Uh, I play keyboard, but uh, eventually just our time... Didn't uh, didn't fit so well, and you know he lived in Fredericton and stuff like that, so it just didn't really work out, and we just decided to stick to a four, yeah. stick to four guys. So you've had a crazy 2018 though, like you've you've had a ridiculous 2018. Yeah. I keep thinking that it's 2018, and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're right. We fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first year of their actual band, so we just pushed ourselves higher, playing like we pushed ourselves two, three to times a, a weekend, four times a week, give or take. And just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Mostly yeah. tears. So now this year for 2019, our booking is a lot more planned than just Very. taking every gig that we can get. Yeah. I well, find, yeah, we were impulsively, we could grab, we grab anything, right? That was, that was worth getting our name out. But now it's like Drake's been like working really hard to get us like gigs where we're getting guarantees and we're traveling and like we're working on tours and we're working on like just we're, we're solidifying our 2019 right. in a way that we're not like, hey, in a week, do you want to play this gig? It's like, that's not what we're at right now. Yeah. Especially right. with Aiden, our bass player in school and doing his thing too in Fredericton. Like we, we have already worked it out. So like all of our shows are fine, but we're all, we're making sure that we're booking appropriately for everybody. Yeah. Which is just the smartest way to do it. Yeah, definitely. Now that you can relax a little bit. After. Oh yeah. It feels good. And Drake, uh, Drake's got a baby on the way. I do. So that's going to put a stunt in things for April and area, May and April, I guess. But that's uh, we're really not worried about it because we're, we want to take a, we need a break. We need a break from all these shows. We've been constantly doing shows for a year and uh, we're trying to get this album out. So what we want to do is we want to like take a break before the album comes out. That way we're ready and refreshed by the time it's, it's right. out. A little and hiatus. Tour, tour the hell out of it. And then tour it, yeah. Yeah, we got a Quebec, Ontario tour booked for July, from July 5th to the 22nd. Sweet. So we'll be up there touring the album. Which will be incredible. And then Dream festival season's around that time too. So festival season's probably. right after that and it's just uh, all ship sail and it's just like no time for... Anything but band. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't have it any other way. Yep. Yeah, same. When do you uh, think you'll be done recording? Recording? We're done recording. Oh, okay. Mixing parts now, the process right now, and then the mastering process. We have about one revision for each song right now, so okay. far. So we have like a, we have like what we're, we have like a bass and what we're listening to, and um, it's basically during the revision process. We're just editing it and making it sound good, mixing, and then we send it over to the next guy and he masters it. That's where we're at right now. So we're, we're pretty, we're pretty close. 
Awesome. We're close enough that we might have a single within the next. I'm not going to say. It. I don't want to say any time. I just want to. It has to be a secret. That's just what it's coming. It's coming. coming. Just coming. Just know that. Like I know it's been a well, while. It's been fourteen months, and we've been saying this, but it's coming. <laughs> I promise. I just know we're it's releasing coming. this album April of last year. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, you releasing it next? Like soon?" It's like now. I no. think the second album is going to come out before the first one. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that. On this fucking on this way, we're going. What highlights do you have from this year? What really stood out for uh, 2018? Yeah. One for me for is I'm a I'm a giant Winter Sleep fan. Let's all we, go. Let's all say our big we, highlights. We got to uh, we got to share the stage with Winter Sleep, and I was that was an awesome over, show. That over was... the moon for that one. Yeah, that was. I think that was your show. Yeah. Yeah, that was your big Absolutely. one. Absolutely, that was your big childhood thing. Yeah, I mean, I knew a few songs by them, but they weren't like my childhood band or anything like you. I already know what mine is. Folly Fest, hundred percent. Yeah, Folly Fest was incredible. We had a uh, one of our biggest crowds. Really good sound. Like this, we used like these really nice amplifiers, like these Hot Rod Deluxe Fender amplifiers. And the kit was beautiful. The bass, the whole setup was beautiful. The sound was beautiful. The crowd was amazing. They were super into what we were doing, and like it was just honestly, I just kept hearing from people like, "Oh, that was my favorite set. That was like an amazing set. You guys did a wonderful job," and that was huge. Yeah, but Poco Logan, I'll have to give a little shout out to Poco Logan, <laughs> the eight-piece band we had going on there. That, that was, was a big amazing. highlight too. That was, that was fun, but it still wasn't as fun as Folly for me. Like Folly was just bigger than that for me. Yeah, but All big right. shout out to Poco Logan. Yeah, yeah, that was a, did a great job. That was a great to get us up there with a with a band like that was insane. Yeah, we'll try to try to figure out a time to do it again with those guys. Yeah, someday uh, once you hit Ontario. Yeah, we'll see. Call yeah. them up. What do you think, Drake? I actually don't have one, guys. You don't have a favorite? <laughs> I it was all good. <laughs> they are all good. I'm glad you fucking think of it. All good. It was just a busy year, and that's just good for me. And there was a lot. Yeah, and there was a lot of like points where we were like, that was amazing that was cool Peppers Pub our first show ever at Peppers like was we played with the Hypercon we played with Hypos and Murder Murder okay. that was one of the greatest shows ever and that was like we were band we were band for like three months and we played this crazy gig like it just kind of put us like you know that snowball effect when you're like a little snowball and you're just constantly getting bigger yeah. I feel like we just like bumped into this huge snowman and just like collected all this snow right away like we <laughs> yeah. just started like it was like it was accumulated it was weird it was like any other project I ever started any projects that my friends had it was like it's a growth right it's a stretch it, like this was like almost like we just kind of started a yeah. little higher on the ladder than we like we didn't start low it's just weird Our ex- we started with huge expectations and fulfilled them is basically what happened yeah. Most people would start with huge expectations and, you know, it wouldn't work out in their favor or vice versa. And we got lucky big time. Part of that probably is playing like mad too. Like you, Yeah, we play like mad and we've all, we're all in bands already. So it was like, we're all uh, experienced when it, come, when it comes. And they are all more experienced than I am. Like I, I just did acoustic solo stuff. I played drums in a, in a band. I wasn't a front man in, in any case until, yeah. uh, until later. And then now it's like a whole different perspective for me. Me and Drake switch spots kind of. Drake was doing I'll never be a front man again <laughs> which no. is fine because no, that's where I feel it. like I want to be you can have it God, give it to me done with it yeah. <laughs> I mean, and there's like there's so much more than just like playing the shows like the the work behind it like booking and everybody has a job yeah that's cool that's cool this band has like organized in that sense that's good we all have a job it's not like scrambling to get everything done yeah. Like I've had people say, "Oh, I do everything in the band." Like, we're not but my bandmates don't do all that shit. Drake's like master booker. Drake's like, "I know this guy, I know that guy from here, and that guy from there. They know each other. Let's talk to them. Book, bam, done." 
Nick's like, I got guys that get grants. I know how to write grants. I know to do this and do that. Bam, that's done. I do all social media. I do all graphic design. So like there, that's all that's out of the way. And then Aiden's like, knows all of, in and of driver. all this gear. And he's a driver. So it's like, he's, he's literally, yeah. Big purposes. We like to think of ourselves as the Ninja Turtles. That's our, that's our way. <laughs> Nick is uh, Michelangelo. Party Nick's a lover, time. partier, doesn't know how to grow up. We got Drake, the Raphael, you know, hothead. <laughs> Leonardo, of course, you know, and then Aiden's a nerd. So we got Donatello him. instantly for for Aiden. He's Loves just gadgets. he fits right into the gadget seat of Donatello. Like the roles are exactly where they should be. It's actually kind of freaky. Like I want to be the Ninja Turtle. We're also working with Derek Be- Be- Beardsworth with uh, Parkendale Productions. Yeah, that's a huge thing too. Uh, I'll wait till him, for him to announce that. But we're working with him for a lot of stuff. So shout out to Parkin Parkin shout out to Parkendale Derek. Productions. Because we work a lot with him. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, again, we'll we'll talk more on that some other time. That's another thing. Once I get denounced, but yeah, look once for we those get kind the of ins and outs. Sweet. Frank He's James good. over here in the corner just observing. <laughs> Shout out Frank James. <laughs> Frank James playing playing in Montreal tonight too, was it? Yeah, Frank James uh, in Montreal, Ottawa, 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 Ottawa tonight. Ottawa. Right. Frank James still waiting to collect his royalties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Omnipresent clones. <laughs> yeah. That's where it's really at. That's what yeah. you guys need. Yeah. Some clones. Yeah. Did you, you guys hear about that? Did I, I, I send you that? I didn't. Sh- that video about the clones? That ch- oh, yeah. in, I looked at in I looked China? At it. Did you look it up? Yeah, it's fake. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. Never mind, everybody. Conspiracy, you don't, don't need to worry. Theory. It sounded pretty messed up, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll be real one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like the the, the article was like um, China's... Um, Jap- was, Japan. It was Japan, yeah. And um, these um, AI robots attacked like these workers or whatever and like stole the art like oh, I don't know I don't want to get into it but it was wild and I read it and I was like this is either fucking stupid as hell or this is some real shit that needs to be discussed <laughs> <laughs> it seems real though anyway we're off topic we're off topic it's only a matter of time <laughs> the day will come that you can have that conversation yeah I don't want to <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be Will like Smith yeah. <laughs> I mean if I could wear those cool ass chucks I'd be Will Smith but I'm a metal arm but I don't want to be dealing with no AI I tell you that <laughs>
2019, other than just uh, take a little more control of the shows, what plans do you have? Like tour, of course. Tour. We'd like to be more involved with some either New Brunswick and ECMA scene. Yeah, big time. Ball take that step, yeah. Nick applied us for the Rising Star stage. I don't know if we got accepted yet, but we have applied. You'd think we'd right? be, uh, <laughs> we'd I'm right, be right? in by association. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, working with Derek, he's a big part of uh, Music New Brunswick. He's won some uh, events of the year and music promoter of the year for Music New Brunswick. So working with him, we hope there'll be do some more better things in Music New Brunswick this year. Basically, just push like it, push the name out instead of just um, you know go from being a. Go from being a garage band to a little, you know, just a little higher right. than that. That's what we just, we're taking it. We're taking it more pace. seriously. Yeah. Everything's being taken to the point where it's like, we were basically thinking of everything that you can possibly think of before. Like we think about, we're really good with budget, like making sure like we know what we need for money and what we need, how to spend it and stuff and how to properly disperse it for what we need, like merchandise and album mm-hmm. and you know, it's not just making money and, you know, splitting it four ways and part ways. Investing. And it's an investment, yeah. And it's like, yeah. it's just basically doing the things you need to do. And having Derek uh, on our side is uh, really cool. A band really is. It's like a business. It's exactly what it yeah. is. It's also a marriage. Yeah. 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 Bickering at each Lucky other. Yeah, I love you because I fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't got jumped by these three guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> they would, they would. If I even try that, Nick and Aiden would be like, <laughs> just nothing. Fucking try, buddy. All you hear is crickets. You'd hear Aiden biting his nails and Nick just flicking his hair, and you'd be like, yeah, no, yeah. this ain't happening. I think one time, the only thing that saved me from one time was my birthday. Like, the only thing that saved me from getting jumped by the guys was my birthday. Oh yeah, did power trip, Drake. Uh, a little, little bit of alcohol in the system. We, we were all drunk. We had a little bit of a hiccup, and we were all like, okay, Drake just brings us a beer, and he's like, I don't know how to say sorry, so here's and we were like, all right, and like, I'm trying to say it's fine, it's fine, he's like pushing the beer in my mouth, and he's like pushing it, making me drink it, and I'm like, Drake, this is not the time, bro, <laughs> but it is the time, because I'm drunk. And we, and we grew from that experience. Oh, huh? totally. That's, that's trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. We've had hilarious drunk mishaps though. Drake, uh, what was the time um, Aiden took his bass off of his strap? He flipped it or something? No, no, he didn't flip it. He bases sit horizontally and he took his strap off one notch, put it vertically, sat it on the ground and tried to play it like a cello as a note. But cello, it goes for the fucking note. Hits like E when it's on, uh, I think it was uh, B. So he just goes for the E, or no, it was on uh, F sharp and he goes for the E and it's just like. Everybody was like, no, this is not right. <laughs> and then Drake looks at Aiden and he's like, <laughs> and Aiden just literally puts the strap back on, picks it up, and just like quiet for the re- It was like one of the last songs, so he's just quiet for the rest of the set. <laughs> and Drake's Visually, like, don't ever do that again. Usually upset. You can yeah. tell he was. Oh, we were all like, that was like, that was weird. <laughs> I was laughing because I thought it was funny, but then he hit the wrong note. And then Drake yelled. And I was like, okay, we just went from almost being a cool mistake, a funny thing, to like, uh oh, we better fix this quick. So I look at Aiden, I'm like, it was definitely an awkward drive home. Drums, yeah. My drums even harder. I'm like, Jesus, you fucking do that again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you're just banging your. Stop it. Oh, that was hilarious. GTs, good times. Yeah. Have you ever had any gigs where everything just. Completely foobar, just totally uh, actually recently uh, we played, Nick has had more of those than we have. I yeah. we played New Year's Eve on the boardwalk, which was a bit of a chilly, chilly gig, and all my pedals just shut out, stopped working. It's not the first time too. There's like yeah. been like four or five times where Nick's pedals were just like 
Yeah. We, also, at um, New Year's Lat, the year after your guitar did that too. Do you remember? At um, we we played with the pub. You cut it on your. your we got really drunk and before. you were really drunk. Uh, and I remember it. Yeah, and your guitar not <laughs> and only got unplugged, Aiden not even in the oh, band at the time. Right. Do you guys remember when we played the Well in Mary Machine? Jesus. This place made me laugh. It was like it's like literally like a juke joint. And like you see in like the Delta Blues, like Memphis, Tennessee, or something like that, like just like a shack in the middle of like twenty minutes outside of town. Oh, it's the worst. And it's like in just the woods, half right? Half ELTs, half. And it's like half ELTs, half bar. And it's just one cement slab, <laughs> like the bar. And they got no glass cups. You drink in red Solo cups. That's what they serve you, and for your hard liquor, and no glass bottles, all in cans. So that's your options and there's only like two types of beer and like one type of liquor Same to <laughs> say, we, got, or something, we, we right? got paid by a parole officer and then we got paid by the parole officer who came and paid us later it was right weird paid and us then, before that we played and then we had but the setup was like mm-hmm. just like this like we're trying to jimmy rig how we can get it lined up and speakers are like no speakers involved <laughs> they're all set up across the room no monitor no monitors so we're trying to make it work and then like how like their tunes before we like they had a dj dj Dr. Stoney. Stoney. Yes, man. Dr. Stoney, who played, like, the top 40s of, like, 1990s. And he'd come up, he'd be like, yeah, man, like, I was really listening to you guys. It's, like, got some music for your, like, to fit your guys' sound. And he'd come up with, like, ACDC, how the hell? And he's like, okay, this guy's really paying attention. did he say the same thing about He's like, DJ Stoney got it going on. He make him more weird. It was 420. Yeah, it was 420. Extra strange. He's playing it to this laptop, and then, like, after, like, the in-between side, so they unplug from the laptop and plug in to their TV which is YouTube of classic 80s rock hits <laughs> that's what their that's background music was and they weren't even going to pay him they were like oh you weren't supposed to play tonight like, so and he's like, like oh this is like one of the weirdest <laughs> it was weird man. the owner was like just sitting at the bar just like real fucked up real <laughs> fucked up and then a cop comes in and they're just like with an envelope with $500 in it and just hands it to us. We didn't even play yet. We just got there. Right? Yeah. They probably sold like $20 worth of beer at the... No, they made no so money. Know, you made no they, money. Yeah. But there was probably... I had a good time. I'd do it again. Oh, I had ten, to, ten, I'd do it again. For the $500? Yeah. I'd do it again. I'd be setting up a tent in the backyard. <laughs> it's just a weird gig. It was just a weird gig. It was weird, yeah. So that, that was the weirdest one. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. the well? Yeah. I think so. I'd like to ask other bands how their experience at the well was. Yeah, a lot of people play there. Because Math Class told me that DJ Doctor Stoney was their DJ before, <laughs> and he said the exact same thing to them. Yeah, see, I'll play to match your sound, and then put ACDC. And then the next song was like Chumba Wamba. I get knocked down. Yeah, it's like why? Did his homework. Yeah, yeah, awesome. What a fucking four twenty. Mad respect to the guy. Yeah, yeah, him with his laptop. Yeah. DJ Stoney. DJ Dr. Stoney. He has a long story that he, he got let go of his radio job because they didn't like him having his bong there. That's what he said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got laid off at the radio station there. Uh, they didn't let, they didn't let me bring my bong to work. I was like, yeah, no shit. Should have seen this guy. This guy looked like he went to every Willie Nelson show yeah. ever. I love Willie Nelson, him. by the me way, everyone. Look him up. Here's a fun. Oh, I got to take this. <laughs> <laughs> Diva. So you have a uh, tour booked for Quebec, Ontario. Anything else that you already have lined up, or are you kind of holding that close to the chest? Or? Uh, certain ones we are for sure. I mean, yeah. we're doing shivering songs tonight. Predicting. Flash in February. We Flash Fest uh, Moncton Flash in February. Which is other than that, cool. I don't really think we should give any of the other ones we're working yeah. out of it. That's fair. 
But it will be announced probably soon. We have a poster also on our page. You can go check out all of our... For our spring, winter, spring, spring yeah. dates. All of our dates that are coming up. And our up summer dates will get announced eventually. Yep. Awesome. Here, why don't I read them off for the listeners here. In a city near you. <laughs> so we got the Tide and Boar Ballroom in Moncton for Flash Festival. After that, we're doing the Rosedale Warehouse in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Dartmouth. <laughs> Dartmouth. 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 Is that it? Dartmouth. Dartmouth. <laughs> We're doing a double header in uh, red ha- uh, the red herring in St. Yeah. Andrews, acoustic yeah. and electric. On March first and second. <laughs> Chumleys. March sixteenth. Mm. Pepper's Pub with Sun K. March ninth. Oh, We're going back dance, back dates. Now. And then the governors in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Keep My going. first time there. Drake's played there before. Yep. Three people. Eight hour drive. <laughs> Don't tell me that, man. Oh, yeah. I'm getting ready to worry. Why do you tell me those things? <laughs> We're going to drive all the way experience. there and be fucking pissed at each other. Oh, wait till we hit the Quebec, Ontario tour when you play to one person. Oh, I'm going to have headphones in all weekend. <laughs> not listening to any, it's just in my zone. <laughs> Good luck with that. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> It'll happen. We'll go down, we'll play Cape Breton, we'll get three, and the next time we'll play there, we'll get six, and the next time we'll play there, right, we'll get nine. Right, and then nine. it's nine, and then we're making. But after nine, nine we'll go up. to. 50. Sick. 9 to 50. I like that. <laughs> you gotta put the work in. Like you said, we're only a, not even two years old, so we're still gonna run into shows where no one's there. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And we're still gonna run into shows where it's completely packed. And that'll happen for the next 10 years. Yeah. We'll play completely packed 13,000 shows, hopefully. And then we'll play to nobody. And then the next weekend, we'll play to 500. And the next weekend after that, we'll play to 1,300. And the next weekend after that, we'll play to two. <laughs> It just bounces. It's, Dang, it's, a bounce. it's the East Coast Canada. It bounces. Yeah. It bounces. Nature of the beast. You know? Listen, you can't, you can't pack a show every beast. time. Yeah, especially around here. I think it's hard. times in particular yeah. it'd be hard. Not as many people. Not as many people going to shows. Probably. It's not like the early 2000s when, like, the bus used to play, like, hardcore. Yeah. Because I've, I've heard stories of, like, the bus loco and Swift playing and, like, the bar have, like, a lineup outside, like, a block yeah. long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, can for capacity. That would be incredible. But that's but now, we're in 2019, and everything's pretty much just been said and done. Yeah. So we're just waiting for that new crop, fresh sound. Hopefully, we're the sound. But, like, a new now these new fresh crops of sound are coming in, but as I can explain. It's just, like, when all that happened, it was just, like, all this freshness. Like, you know what I mean? Boss was coming out doing electronic kind of stuff a little bit, and so was the Swift. And now, like, every second band now is electronic. Yeah. Compared to, like... Back then, it was very like true. A, more of like a treat. Yeah, you know what I mean. So now it's now, now our sound is a treat. That's my yeah. Opinion. You definitely have a fresh sound. That's I agree sure. too. I, well, I found like, like I'm not you, saying oh my sound's a treat. I mean like the the electronic yeah. style of the band can go into an organic sound. Like yes, I agree. I find that the real. East Coast has just become either funk, dance beats. It's very oriented with just, that kind of shit it's now. Just, yeah. It's a formula. Like, right? Fuck, even we do it sometimes. Like, oh, totally. No, totally. Like, I, I find a dance beat is definitely an East Coast sound. Like a. Yeah, there's, nothing, so there's nothing wrong with it. It's just overdone. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. It's around too much. True. And just happy that it's we're... all about what's in front of it too. But I'm not knocking any of those sounds. Like all those bands that do it. That's so... all shit that we like. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love it all. Like I love every one of those bands, and I love their sound that they're doing it out. It's just not our craft. It's just not our craft. Definitely not. And we've all played in bands where it has been our craft, but now we're just trying to stay away from it because every single band's doing Except it. Except for me. Except for Jamie. Yeah, Jamie's never really had that craft. Yeah, I've never. Of been. dance beats. Yeah. I mean, I looped at one point, but that's annoying. <laughs> I looped at one point. <laughs> this is me. Uh, yeah. This is me. On that. 
currently listening to the Peg and Place podcast. If you like what you hear, you can find us at anchor.fm forward slash the Peg and Place or stream each new episode wherever you get your podcasts. So you said you started with hip hop? I did, yeah. Yeah? Comatose. Comatose. <laughs> shit? Quite a bit of a... Uh... Quite a bit of insert uh, audio and shit at one here. point. Yeah. My page has been sitting like over a thousand likes for years and I just don't do anything with it. Like it's just like there's people that still message me and I'm like, it's been like four years, so I don't even bother, but it's Jamie's the Jamie's alter ego. It's like Garth Brooks with his alter ego, it's like Jamie this is his uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a couple of times. But like I can't eat like 
a lot of people that I know from like my past, like none that I don't even know, just people that like I associated with years ago. Like I'll see them years from now, and they'll be like comatose and like the market. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Comatose. My name's Jamie, and I'm in the market, and that was it. in high school. I love it. Comatose. <laughs> oh, it happened so much. Remember we were at the gas station in Quiz Pam? I was. Yeah. But he was like, "Hey, comatose," and I like looked over, and he's like, "It is you," and then just like. Gone. Go away. Got really stuck. I got a message on Facebook like an hour later. It was like, I knew that was you, man. Bro, I don't even know what's going on here. But yeah, I was like, fuck. He just yelled at me from the car like in a gas station. That's awesome. Come with toes. Pull toes. It'll be with you for life now. Oh, it will. Yeah. I'm not in, you know, I'm not in any rush to like just completely erase it from my my life. Like, it's not something I want, I want to hide. It's yeah. just, you know, it's it's just not what I'm doing now. And that's not saying I won't do it later. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I have <laughs> I ideas, that. but I mean, right now I'm just solid where I'm at. And I don't want to go that far. I still write every day. Yeah. I can't help it if I think of something creative. But just the way that hip-hop goes nowadays, I'm not even going to bother, like, trying to succumb to, like, the new age rap. I would just keep it old school and keep yeah. it fresh and That's not the- try to get any rap from it or anything. Just to do it for fun, for practice. Yeah. But yeah, I'm out of that. Those are my days. Those days are gone. <laughs> do country now. <laughs> Bit of contrast, yeah. So what, what bridged... Do you think from hip hop? Oh, I have no fucking idea, dude. <laughs> Just I have no fucking idea. I even when I did hip hop, I listened to bands all. Through, I listened to metal. Like I listened when I was doing hip hop, I was listening to like System of a Down and shit. Yeah. My what my was listening to was not influencing me to write music like as most people would like when I was young I, I wrote whatever I wanted to write my, my friends were doing hip hop I was too like that's just we were all friends and we all liked to play my buddy was a bass player my other friend was a drummer and we all just like we didn't even have a band we just played for fun then one guy was like you want to do some hip hop and I was like what do you mean he's like let's write and record and like do something I was like okay next thing you know I got the worst hip hop album in the whole world on like some website somewhere and it's still there but that's like that was 10 years ago that was that's awesome. which was ridiculous long time ago so what inspired what you guys are doing now or what is inspired I had acoustic songs that I wrote Jamie had acoustic songs where you kind of became his backing band yeah in a sense but that's now, exact, That's why it was Jamie Como and the Crooked Teeth but like, now it's becoming like Crooked Teeth we're still going to use Jamie Como and the Crooked Teeth because it has a nice ring to it Sounds, yeah, sounds really good and stuff. But now it's just like there's already a band called the Crooked Teeth, anyway. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Austin, Texas. Austin, we, Texas. We keep getting tagged. Yeah, people. They tag us in their posters yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Someone That's did awesome. that with the Sticky Bands one time, and it was like some band from North Carolina. I was just like, I'm not playing some festival in North Happened Carolina. With, uh, happened when I was in math class. There's a math class uh, from St. Jose, and our Facebook is math class SJ, like St. John. St. John, but St. Jose. Jose. Yeah. So we're like, fuck, we gotta, we gotta play in California next week, boys. Who booked that one? That would be amazing. Just show up. You yeah. could just show up. Yeah, I'd be like, um, what are you talking about? Uh, math class. For your influences now, is it? Is there anything musically that you guys are drawing from outside of yourselves, or are you just sort of... No, I don't find anything musically as influencing this band. No. See, the thing well, is, is like I get, I get phases. Sense. Like, right now, I'm listening to Radiohead. Like, yeah. I'm listening like, to weird, droney, shoegazy shit right I now. I think overall, we're all really down with that country revival thing that's happening right now. That's where we're at. I think, like, when I started writing... I don't find them, we're country, though. No, we're no, not, though. Mean, it's no. like... Just because we got train beats that don't country, mean shit right? yeah but our music like, is not country it's folky it has like yeah. a bluesy background yeah. a little bit of alternative rock like it's not it's just I find it's just a form of alternative rock you that's exactly like, if you're gonna put it in a category it sits in alternative rock better than anywhere else because it's just going all yeah. different genre because we're definitely not a blues band and we're definitely we have not two a blues songs band. that's it yeah. And they're it's like, not like we're a blues and, but they're band. like bluesy-ish. They're like blues runs. They're not like yeah. It's not like we're not an like actual... sitting here ripping Stevie Ray Vaughan blues licks. Right. It's you know not at all. Like, it's more of songs and like rock and roll songs with more blues based songs. Like Dog and Alicia is like the weirdest. It's a blues song. It's a blues riff. And then you play the chorus, and it's a whole different style of song. So it's just like different influences. Musical influences are in there. 
But like, I don't find that like we're listening to a certain bands right now and being like, oh, we don't all listen to the same bands either. Fuck, like, if you now. looked at Nick's recents, Drake's recents, my recents, Aiden's recents, I guarantee this plethora of like weird stuff you would see. You would yeah. see it all over the place. You would see a lot of hip hop still in my playlist. You would see a lot of like completely different stuff. Drake's not even listening to something that would influence drum wise. He's listening to guitar stuff, like stuff that he's learning ditties for and shit. Yeah. There's no like listening to like uh, Nate Smith and like you know playing drums all the time. Like we all just we all just play together, and that's when we that's when the sound builds. Like it's almost kind of magic. It's keeping it loose. Yeah, fresh. but also tight. No, loose and fresh as in like us and like yeah. Writing. That's what I mean. Loose but also tight. <laughs> You know, not, not halfway between both <laughs> do you find there's been much of a change going from writing your stuff and recording it yourself to oh, now huge change yeah. you go from change. being in your room smoking dope to even the being song. in a studio smoking dope <laughs> even the song Jamie like recorded off of about face to what they are now are like completely different so yeah. they're, they're, they all sound amazing like in, in, in the difference is crazy like if you listen to Left Behind on Spotify that I released on Spotify from my EP it's like the beat there's no train uh, it has a piano in it. You know what I mean? It's like very different. It's poppy almost. And I threw that East Coast dance beat. Right in we there. threw the dance yeah. beat on so it. <laughs> Train here beat. Goes. Here it goes. It's not going to work at all. I was like, actually, it kind of does. The first time you did it, I'm not going to lie. I loved it. I was like, yep. Yeah. I, I was like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, Earth just completely changed came it. Head Earthbound, yeah. It came right in my yeah. head as soon as I heard it. Like, oh, yeah, I like this. <laughs> but now definitely as like we write more of the band and now our impasse are like so yeah much our songs now are way different changing yeah. sure. they're just changing because we're writing together not necessarily lyrics like I kind of do that like, Jamie's a lyric I do like four in the morning yeah. you know what I mean that's my thing I write late at night I'm an owl but Drake one of my favorite songs we have right now Drake wrote the guitar the whole thing I only just put it in my own way like I still play it the same he does I just you know it's just yeah. a different it's constantly writing and that's why like we treat everyone equal because like it's a, lot more of a, conversation it's a band we don't want I know yeah, my yeah. name is in the front but I hate when people are like so you paying it your band or you're doing this it's like I'm not doing anything different it's just these right. guys have just as much say as I do in anything yeah. like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like I'm my band my rules like I'm, there's nothing even close to that yeah all four of us have like, equal inputs and depending different. if I have an ego yeah. or not that was is never being brought to the band. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm never yeah. gonna bring it to these guys and be like, my band, my rules. <laughs> That's some bullshit, Straight right? Bullshit. If Drake's like, hey, I don't fucking want to do this, then it's like, guess what? Vote. <laughs> We're all voting. Like yeah. it's not gonna democracy. It's it's democ. Yeah, it's and not. It is. And if it's three against one, then suck about that one. Too bad. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Don't fucking. Even with me, like if they did it to here. me, I'd be like, damn it. Like, if I wrote a new song and I was like, I love this fucking song, the boys, all three of you were like, no. No. It's like, damn it. <laughs> right? Like, it's not like, who's my band? I'm going to go find new members. No. It's you're going like to play it. You're going to like it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You're going to like yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Like, even on the, when we get, like, the album writing credits and stuff like that, and it's going to be all of us are writers. It's not just Jamie Coleman's the writer and he gets all the benefits, right? Like, it's, right. we're all you're writers. All right. Even though I wrote the words, that doesn't mean we didn't structure. Like, I just don't, like, me and Drake were saying that's just not fair when it comes down Especially to it. Especially where we all do, like, equal parts in the jobs. Like in jobs in the band like where I'm constantly booking and Nick's constantly doing business stuff and Aiden's constantly working on gear or fixing gear or driving us places if Jamie started taking more credit for more rights and royalties it's just gonna be stupid because then well, I'm just like well fuck I wanna start taking 10% for booking it's exactly. Just cause arguments, right? Oh, yeah. So if we just treat everything as an equal as a fair, then hopefully that's just that's where we want to be. Is equal like, and, and eventually, when yeah. we do release our second album, there'll be a lot of like things that said this song was written by Nick, like this song was Drake. You know, like it'll be we want to branch it out and like. But it's all as written under as crooked teeth. 
Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Fuck, Everything who knows? Maybe next it. album, fucking new band name, fucking new band. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> I've thought of it. I've been like, hmm. New Alter Ego Boys and tell Yeah, just like, you know, I'm just starting a whole new fucking band, new album, dude. Just do a fucking different name every album. Nikki T, Libby, and Spit Nikki's. Oh, I love it. Dirty. <laughs> Spit Nikki's. need a mustache for the band, though. Chipper James and the Right Deadlies. Yes. <laughs> Spend my youth in the suburbs, riding bikes till streetlights shine. My friends would all be out past ten when curfew was at nine, and I would steal my mother's cigarettes, any bottles I could find. Young and reckless, petty thieves, any means to survive. That's when I feel the most alive. No time for my thoughts. Spend all my new drinking until the sun has touched the sky. I dabbled in all these drugs we used to fight about at night, and I've never been a prayer. I'm not a holy ruler type, so I'll sing songs and smoke films until the day I die. Cause that's when I feel most alive. No time for my thoughts. Oh, my thoughts.
buggy. I say fuck it, I live grand. I learn my heart's too big for my chest, my ego can't expand. And I learn way too much from drinking that I ever did for you. Young and reckless, petty lovers with nothing better to do. Do you guys have any sort of projection of where you want your year to go or to shape up at the end? Are you just gonna. When well, I'm walking away with a music, non- music music nomination. Yeah. Yeah. The bonus part would be the award, but just to be nominated would my fact this year would be a That great would be mind blowing for me too. I don't really wanna like I'm not, I don't wanna write down every day of every month of every you know, and just plan every day. Like I wanna go with the flow in the sense, but also like we're booking we're doing it responsibly and we got like, some goals for sure. But yeah. we have certain goals, yeah. Certain like, goals can't be mentioned, certain other ones can. So. I like to uh, see ourselves explore kind of new territory, which we are like yep. Ontario and Quebec, yep. but I've never even been like, to Ontario or like, Quebec. Um, oh, really? so Newfoundland tour sometime. Sweet. I went to Florida when I was thirteen. Be, uh, barely been anywhere. Be interesting I was in the there. airport in Montreal. I literally have, yeah, haven't done much. So yeah. music's I, Nick, I, is your first cool tour? to say music's the one yeah. taking me places. Okay. That's an interesting ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to show these boys a wild time. A lot of the city that we're going to, I've, I've already played with the bandits. Yeah. So I'm just using the same kind of connections. And plus there's some new ones I've never played before as well. It's gonna be fun. So you've got a, a taste of what's in what's yeah. in store for you. This will be my this is sixth tour. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm excited. I want to see who's gonna win the tour award because we're four dudes, maybe five, in a small vehicle for two weeks straight. So we're gonna argue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said bring headphones. So that's why we're yeah. yeah that's why we gotta get the tour award. Everybody I won it the first tongue. my very first tour, second tour. I did not win it at all. How do you win a tour? Well, you don't argue with anyone. You're the best person. You're like the goodest. You know what I mean? It's like because you get people get like on each other's How nerves. How do you win? I know. <laughs> That's Mumble. Mumble was very surprised, but yeah, I walked out of there with that one. Well, I think Aiden's going to be the one that wins the tour, to be honest. No. No. I think I'd say I, you I think, before I, anybody. I think, yeah. yeah, I can see you. I, I think our fifth wheel will. Because <laughs> he'll be the... Going insane. He won't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think... There'll be four of us bickering at each other than the fifth guy. Just be like, fucking dog. Well, we don't need... You know what? <laughs> we need to have this, like, safe word where if like there's a bicker happening, we're just like, all of a sudden, we're like Raisin Bran, and then it's just like... <laughs> Done. And if you don't stop, then you have to eat raisin bran with no raisins. And I'm no just trying to figure out how we can smoke in the rental vehicle. No because how? Windows down. Windows down. I heard coffee grinds underneath the floor mats work. I'm gonna contact the boys from Slow Coast. Yeah, but then they, they see rent- the coffee. No, but then you buy back oh, okay, after, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. But like, I'm gonna message the boys from Slow Coast because Mikey's a hardcore smoker and they rent vehicles every time they go on tour. So there's not rat anybody. Out there's gotta be some tricks. Can't you get a, re- a smoking vehicle? Is that know. not a thing? I don't anymore? think that's a thing anymore at all. Weird. That's really I weird. I hope so. I'm gonna smoke. You think you'd smoke in your own car, but a rental is different. Yeah, but still, they, they used to have. We'll have an air freshener on every can... little handlebar. Yeah, we'll get freaking the coffee grinds going. Spray nine, on. everything. Spray nine, there. and we will smoke with some windows down. Freeze, man! Fuck, freeze saves everything. That's right. See those yeah. commercials? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy gets blindfolded, got a trash can in front of him. He can't smell. Yeah, he can't smell. <laughs> <laughs> I usually start out with, what do you love about music? I didn't ask that, so what do you each love about music? Um, I remember, I think, I don't know if it was your podcast, I think it was, talking, Jeff Jeff Keeler, Keeler had a great answer of how it brings people together, and I really, really took took that away, you know. I think it's, uh, I think that's probably my favorite part. It's just always there for me, I love it, it's just always there, no matter where you go, it's gonna be there. For me, it's, com- it's completely just about, um, just exploration. Like um, when when I was a kid, just like 
when I found music, like when I found out like you can play music, like I didn't even listen to music. Like I didn't hear bass in, in, a, in a track. I didn't hear drums. Like I just listened to guitar. Do you know what I mean? Like you would just hear things in music. Right. And eventually like when someone was like, you should try to play guitar. And I was like, oh, I, you know what? I never even thought of that. And like that idea was pushed into my brain and I never put one down since. I've had one in my hand pretty much every day of my life since. And that was huge for me. And then I started branching off to other instruments and shit. And it just music became that thing that's always steady in my life you know whether I was um, into games like video games at the time or I was into like skateboarding or something music was always over everything like as a kid I was just always like my friends would be like come snowboarding and I'd be like nah I'm gonna play guitar all night just sit in my room play guitar yeah. What about uh, overseas? If you got the chance, would you? Uh, oh, definitely going to be happening in the future. Just trying to get this first tour underneath underneath <clears> our belt first. This might maybe another one too, and then start looking at that whole overseas traveling. I think that's why we want to get a little bit more involved with um, Music New Brunswick and ECMAs because they uh, can help like exporters. Yeah. That, like delegates and the musicians there, union. Help. Yeah, that can bring right, you yeah. over there. Getting so. in all over that because yeah, musician union especially like Stephen, we got help. So yeah. Just gonna just get these ones under the belt first, and then look over that. Yeah. Yeah, we're just gonna try and be patient with things. Take it, take it as it comes, kind of thing. Yeah, totally. What about releasing overseas? Just recorded material. Like, if we had the option, like, like if I you mean, find who would want it? Though, you know. I mean? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Who would there some in that? like uh, Ireland that will just release stuff? There's oh, uh, sweet. even if it's just for I sharing. Like, they I feel did like just more for exposure at first. Yeah, it's more, and yeah, it's not like, like you need to keep doing it. Shoot it out for you. But you can give them anything you want. Like, you can give them your demos, and then people still eat it up. Like, yeah. And there's uh, 33, I think it's 33 and a third in Japan, which mm-hmm. uh, is formed by Sleepyhead, who used to play here, here and there. That's another one. Their yeah. repertoire is like ridiculous. It's this eclectic. Yep. But I mean, just reaching out to labels, something like that, like they'll carry music to get it to a different medium. Yeah, yeah it's something we never really thought about, but definitely interested. It's a, it's a different market. Like every country has its own weird underground marketing and it'd be interesting that'd be it not that I would know anything about getting an album over in Europe well I don't have any other questions but anything you guys want to say or throw out there check us out on Facebook check us out on Instagram check us out on YouTube stay patient for the album come see us on our next uh, little run of shows come say hi we're very friendly people we're not uh, not assholes we like to talk (laughs) and uh, yeah we like to party too so let's have some fun sweet well thanks Thanks, for coming uh, guys thanks for having us thanks Thanks, man thank you very much appreciate it finally made it in
This is Jeff from the Poco Logan Camp Party, and you've been listening to the Peg and Place podcast. He's fucking wearing this like cowboy coat, like, nice coat. Oh, he had the little string yeah. thing. Yeah, he's yeah, like, I like this, and he's like, "Thanks, man." I pissed myself in this coat.